we are blessed. All right, let's begin, everyone. Baruch Hashem. We are blessed to be alive. We're blessed to have the opportunity to grow, to change. That is the purpose of life. The purpose of life is for us to realize that we have deficiencies and we have things that we have to work on. And we are here on this planet, we are here in this world, not just to eat, not just to sleep, not to make sure that we have money in the bank. We're also here, we're primarily here for us to change and to grow and to become better. And every day that's a pursuit that a person can do every day of his life. And the more a person does that and the more a person reminds himself of what the purpose of this world is, the more he connects to his purpose on this world, as the Mesil Sharm starts off saying, what is it that I am responsible to do? Why am I put on this planet? The world will distract us not to think about these things. The world wants to distract us from our purpose and for remembering that we have the gift of life that we are blessed with so many things that can help us change, and that a person has the ability to make the changes that he needs to make. And that's why Hashem gives us all the challenges that we have. That's why Hashem gives us all the problems that we have. That's why Hashem gives us the opportunities in our life to be able to make from those challenges, from those problems, into opportunities. Hashem gives us the ability to look at people and to have the choice how to look at other people. Do I look at them as positive? Do I look at them negative? The default of each and every one of us is that negativity, is to see the negative, is to feel negative, is not to be appreciative of all the gifts that we have. Yeah, please. Not to, not to appreciate all the gifts that we have. And we are reminded every morning, we're reminded every day. And it's one of the things that we have to remember to actively, actively be proactive about, which is affirmations, remembering Baruch Hashem, I'm so blessed, remembering how much we do have, remembering how life is a gift, how today is a gift, and how tomorrow is gone. I can't do anything about tomorrow. I can't do it. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not yet here. I can't do anything about yesterday. The greatest thing I could do about yesterday, the greatest thing I could do about my thoughts, my negative thoughts, are to learn to, to think more positive for a person to realize that times are difficult sometimes. Times are great. One of the greatest things to remember is Gam Ze Ya'avar. This too will pass. This too will pass is both in positive and in negative. When things are going awesome, when you're having a great day, it's a very good thing to remember, this too will pass, which means it's not always going to be like this. So we appreciate, right? The weather's nice. You wake up on the right side of your head. You're like, ah, this is the life that I've been waiting for, and I hope that this is the life that I'm going to have forever and ever. It doesn't work like that. This too will pass, and then a person has to try as much as he can to recreate 
Every day he has to recreate. And this too will pass, of course, goes when things are not going well. For a person to remember, this too will pass. It's not always going to be like this. When a person realizes that every day is different and every day is there for him to create the day that he wants to have. And not every day is, is, is the same. No, no, no two days are the same in your experience. And what's important for a person to do is to keep the principles that we know and to keep the foundation of what we know, which is when a person learns to be positive and a person says, you know what, this is what I want my life to be. I want my life to be a life where I'm finding the good, where I'm searching for the good. Whether you find it or you don't find it is up to Hashem many times. It doesn't always come out the way you want it to come out. But when a person is able to go ahead and he's able to say, I am living this type of life. I am living a life where I'm searching for the good. I'm living a life where I want things to be beautiful. So that is not, that, that is very different than a person saying, okay, oh, things are good or things are not good. I'm having a good day, I'm not having a good day. My goal, thank you very much. My goal is that I want to be from those people who are, who are trying to live a certain life of positivity, of love, of forgiveness, of seeing the good in others. That's, that's what it's about. That's what we can do. It doesn't matter if you're, you're 18 years old or you're 50 years old. When a person is looking to be a giver, when a person is looking to be a a positive person, when a person is looking to be a generator of, of seeing <coughs> wonderful things and understanding things, then that's the life that he lives. Shimon, you had a question? Just a comment. Um, yeah. The, sure, the Peter Zach's the rabbi writes in Kovas HaTamidim yeah. that, uh, I don't know which chapter, I don't remember, but he says something amazing. He says that, you know, a lot of people Shimon, what you're saying is that each and every one of us possess within, within ourselves the ability to love and the ability to be positive and the ability to forgive and the ability to have a great day and to create the life that we want to create. The, the challenge is to work for it. That's the challenge. The challenge of, of uh, right, the different difference between having something and wanting something is doing something. So I want to have a great life. I want to have a positive life. I want to have this. I want to have that. The way you're going to have love and positivity and great relationships and appreciation of your day and appreciation of Hashem and learning to break through and learning to change is by doing the, the number one learning when a person learns it every day and he stops Speaking Lashonara, when you stop speaking Lashonara, what it does is, is it forces you to deal 
with yourself. It forces you to deal with yourself. It forces you to deal with your problems. As long as the problem is outside of me, that is the problem. If I think the problem is outside of me, that is the problem. The problem is never outside of you. It's always within <laughs> yourself to change, your, to change yourself. And once a person lives in that world, he's living in a different planet. Because then you can make all the changes necessary. And you're the one who can control everything that it is. People who are trying to control everyone else, how everyone else looks at me, what everyone else believes in me, what everyone else thinks about me, whatever it might be. That, that, that is, then you're, then you're a slave to everyone else. But when a person says, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to learn not to speak about anybody else. I'm going to try and see the good in everybody else. I'm not even going to judge anybody else. Forget about seeing the good in anybody else. I'm too busy. Right? What does they say? Uh, I'm too busy um, mowing my own lawn to worry about, you know, the grass is greener on the other, what is it? The grass is greener on the other side. I don't got time to look at the other side of the lawn. I don't have uh, of the, gra- the, the grass being greener on the other side. I don't have time to look at whether my roommate is this or my friend's this. I'm so busy working on myself. I'm so busy growing. I'm so busy living the way I want to live. So that's when a person begins. And that's really what Lashon Hara is. Lashon Hara is, is that you are, you are totally, totally living in someone else's world. You're living, and I don't have to tell you guys, with the with uh, social media and that whole world of, of likes and what people think and that it's all virtual and it's all you know, uh, uh, lies and it's all a dimmion and illusion that a person could pump himself up to say this is who I am and this is what. There's, there's, like a, there's a disconnect between the reality and, and the way, and the way you're, you know, you're, 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 you're projecting yourself for other people. Okay, so let's learn that. Lucky, did you have a question? Yeah, um, I just really like what Rebbe's saying, what Shimon is saying, because Mr. has read in this book, and they're saying how uh, most, like in a lot of, like, if you go to the East and like, you search out a lot of those religions and stuff, they all say, like, we're going to show you how to find positive enlightenment, you know, how to, like, uncover yourself and, like, find something greater than yourself. But in Judaism, it's not to, like, find positive light, but to uncover more. If you, if you just get inside yourself and you remove what, you know, what your neighbor has, and if you stop looking at his car, yes. you stop looking at that guy's success, and you stop looking at what the world says you should do, they'll just look inside yourself, you automatically end up just uncovering, like, the essence of you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And, 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 and just so, I mean, says, I can't tell you how many times, and I think a lot of you know this, the second someone says, okay, that's it, I'm getting rid of my phone, or I'm getting rid of my apps, or I'm getting rid of my movie uh, apps, or I'm this and that, and I'm spending less time on my phone, and you take away just that distraction, and suddenly you're like, that's like sometimes half the battle, or 70, 80% of the battle. Why? Because... Like Shimon was saying, like you did just say, we all have inside of us so much. We all have inside of us so much positivity, so much love, so much energy, so, much, so many dreams. Especially when you're younger. This age, you, you literally have the world in the, in the palm of your hands. And when a person 
is so busy, as Menachem Goldberger said, dogs chase their own tails, but at least they're chasing their own tail. When we're chasing someone else's tail, we're chasing just, you know, stupidity and nothingness in someone else, and that's really where a person gets into Lashonara. You know, you sit down, like, well, let's talk, we'll talk about this person or that person or this, and blah, 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 blah. I want to talk about me. Not in a selfish way. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about what I can work on. Why don't you tell me what I got to work on? And I'll tell you what you got to work on. Why don't we talk about what life's about? Why don't we talk about Instead, a person is so distracted many times by just, you know, everything that's going on. And then they forget the world and the power that they have within themselves. And the positivity. I just want to end off with that before we, yeah, Moshe. I just have a quick question. Yeah. Um, Gamza Yavor. Yeah. Um, a hot pal that works by the bad day just to you know. Right, it has it worked for the good. Yeah. Right, right. So good. I'm happy you asked that question. I said before, Gamza Yavar is also for the good times. What does that mean? Gamza Yavar means this too will pass. It's very important to realize that when things are going well, that things are not going to always. What happens was, what happens is a person's, uh, you know, in an inspiring time, he's having a good week, he's having a good month, he's in a good flow. So he's like, this is it. I'm here like this forever. The answer is he's not, he's, not, he's not there forever. You're not there forever. You're going to have ups and downs in life. There are going to be times where things are not going well. When you realize that even my good days, and even when things are going well that they don't last, I appreciate it even more. And I put even more into those days. And I, and I like it more, and I'm more thankful. When a person's like, well, things are going well, I pray that this is going to be like this forever. When things are going bad, oh my gosh, this is going to last forever. But at both of those is not true. When things are going well, it's not going to last forever. But what I could do is I could take note, I could, I could learn from it, I could do whatever I could do, I could be thankful, thank you Hashem for this wonderful day. Right? Beautiful weather, beautiful weather. You wake up in the morning on the right side of the head, on the right side of, of the day, and you're just in the flow, you're like, oh... Let me bottle this and keep this with me forever. That's not the way it works. Motivation doesn't last. Right? Neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. That's why we do what we do. That's why we talk about this daily. Because if I wouldn't talk about this daily, if we wouldn't talk about this daily, then it's not just going to happen that you're not going to speak Lashon Hara. It's not just going to happen that you're going to feel good about yourself. You don't just hope that things are going to go well and, and I hope and pray that I'm going to have a good day. No, I got to do the, the things that I know will help me have the day that I want to have. Yeah, Zach. Um, no, I was just thinking when you were saying that thing with uh, bottling it away and keeping it, uh, keeping the positive day forever, when you go up um, to, uh, what do you call it, uh, the Yom Adin, like after, after you die, they're not going to ask you, um, oh, how are your good days? They're going to ask you, what did you make of your life? Uh, They're not going to ask you, what did you do on those days? They're going to ask you, what did you do on your good days? What did you do on your bad days? What did you do on on the days in between? Beautiful. Beautiful. There's actually actually a very scary story about that. I don't know uh, if someone has read it from Ramaylan, where he brings that there was a uh, a basic forest, there's a cemetery where they actually had like, you know, this person lived, you know, six years, you know, this person lives like 12 years, and, uh, and they were like, what are you talking about, this guy died at like 80, like why are you saying that, why did you put on, so they used to say, Zach, that, that uh, 
you know, a person who, who takes advantage and he lives um, the days. Hashem gives us all a certain amount of days. But we have to remember how we're living those days. Meaning a person wastes time or a person, you know, goes ahead and says, as the Yitzhahara we know, you know, doesn't, will not say, the Yitzhahara won't tell you I'm ruining your year. The Yitzhahara won't tell you I'm ruining your life. What the Yitzhahara does is he says, I'll take away this day from you. I'll waste, I'll help you waste today. I spoke to someone yesterday who was saying, oh, he wants to change, right? And everyone says, okay, just, I, I got to change for the rest of my, no, no, no. How about try, have a great day tomorrow. Take one day, start, start, <coughs> start by saying today, today, Tuesday, I'm going to have a great day. Start with that. That's because the Yitzhahara does the opposite on the, on the other side. He doesn't say, I'm going to ruin your, your time in yeshiva. I'm going to ruin your year. He says, I'll take a day here. I'll take a day there. I'll take a day like Zach saying. At the end of the day, no pun intended. At the end of the day, you're left with so many less days than you thought because a day here, a day there. Okay, let's begin with the Allah Hashem will help us. Right? The key again is to learn. Right? Thank, who, who did it? That's from you? Thank you. Bombard yourself with positive thoughts, right? The key is that you want, you can't, don't worry about uprooting your negativity. You're not going to uproot your negativity. The only way to change, at least in my experience, you're not going to uproot those thoughts. But if you bombard yourself, if you learn to have beautiful thoughts, and you've got to learn how to do it. You've got to work how to do it. You've got to work on it. Something that takes time, it takes Effort. That's the hard thing. It takes effort. Oh, I don't want to think. I just, oh, let me just think whatever thoughts that I want to think. No. When a person creates those thoughts, I promise you, I promise you it will make a difference in your life. It might not happen that second. But after a week, after two weeks, after three weeks, you start actually loving yourself more. You actually start appreciating yourself more. You actually start... Because remember, your, thought, your, your feelings are a reflection of your thoughts. If you're feeling tense, that means you're having tense thoughts. If you're feeling bad, it means you're having bad thoughts. If you're feeling good, it means you're feeding yourself with positive thoughts. So when you learn to just shower yourself with positive thoughts, so what happens is you begin to... to and the reason I'm using the word shower is like you're watering yourself. You're watering yourself with all these positive thoughts today. Right? When you when you when you have a garden, when you have a tree, you don't just you don't just water it once and then hope and pray that it'll grow to be a beautiful tree. You gotta every day you gotta water it. Every day consistently, and then over time you say, Wow, this is so beautiful. So when a person continuously is 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 showering himself with love and positivity and I'm going to make it and it's going to be great and it's going to be good it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that things are going well that day it could be you're not having a good day but if you learn to say okay that's okay tomorrow's going to be a better day it's okay I'm going to try and do the best I can and, and you learn to do that then that is something and you learn not to speak Lashon Hara I don't want to talk about somebody it's not that I'm not allowed to talk about someone ugh I don't want to talk about somebody. Why would I want to see the negative? And like we were saying yesterday, who doesn't have something they, they got to work on? 
Who doesn't have something that they have to work on? We all have to work on something. So, this, so my roommate is a, is a mess, okay? Okay, so he'll, he'll have to work on something. So my roommate is like this. He'll, so, so I got to work on stuff. He's got he's to work on stuff. Don't, don't judge me because we sin differently. Don't judge him. How about that one? Don't, don't judge him because we sin differently. Don't judge the other guy because I also make mistakes. Okay, so let's learn the halacha over here. Page 278, day 104. Says the Chavetz Chaim. Believing Lash and is forbidden even when the person who's being spoken about is right there and does not deny the Lashon Hara. So you're standing next to somebody, and someone is saying something about him. So besides the fact that he's hurting the guy's feelings, and you're not going to do that, that's a different problem of verbal abuse. Losonu ish es achiv, that a person is verbally abusing somebody, but he's talking Lashon Hara. Your friend tells you, you know, so-and-so just took your, your book and didn't return it. Even though the person's standing right there, and does not deny it by saying it's not true, you still can't believe it. How unbelievable is that? So if I'm standing next to someone, and someone comes to me and says, that person next to me stole my book or whatever it is and didn't return it, and the person right next to me doesn't deny it, I still don't, don't believe it. Why? What, what am I supposed to think? You should think that maybe this person wants to practice keeping quiet when others embarrass him. Unbelievable. What if he says, yes, I stole it? Okay, so great. That, that, that's, that's, then you'll deal with him. You'll deal with him. So he says, what's, he says, if you know that, what if you know that this person next to you and you conclude he's not the type of person to be quiet? I'm sure he did it. What could you tell yourself? Says the Chavetz Chaim that many times a person who's being accused of something that he didn't do would rather remain silent than be bombarded by the speaker with more insults. Unbelievable. So he's saying, even if he's not the type to be quiet to handle it, it could be he's just, you know, he'd rather not, uh, he'd rather not get into a, a, whole, a whole barrage of insults. Number three, believing Lashon Hara is, I'm sorry, the second thing. So that's number one. Even if the person's right there, you can't believe it. Number two, believing Lashon Hara is forbidden, even if it is so well known that it is printed in the newspapers. Haha. That's something that people forget. Oh, it's in the newspaper. It's all well known. Everyone knows that this guy is a whatever it is. Everyone knows that this guy is a cheat. Everybody knows that this guy still lush and hurrah. Because it could be distorted. Right, listen to what he says. Someone who had a fire a few years ago related that every newspaper that published the story wrote a different version of the episode. Interestingly enough, not one of the versions was true. We see from here that even stories, right? Baruch Hashem, we have the comment of, um, of fake news. It's good to remember that. Fake news. That even stories that are printed in newspapers, well, we don't have newspapers anymore, even something that is printed, that is written in something that you see on your phone, is, does not necessarily mean that it is true. Okay. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha. Let us be blessed. As the Chavetz Chaim promises us, if we learn his Sefer every day, then he will help us. And it will be that we will not, thank you, that uh, it will be that we will 
um, not have the desire to speak Lashon Hara, as he says very clearly, I, if one learns my Sefer on a daily basis, then his Yetzirah for Lashon Hara will become smaller until it will eventually leave him completely. The Chavetz Chaim also says if someone learns my introduction, okay, that's a different thing. The hairs of his head will stand up out of fear of the severity of Lashon Hara. But bottom line is that that's why we do this every day. We do this because we want to focus on ourselves. We don't want to see the bad in anybody. We only want to see the good in ourselves. We only want to see the good in, in the, the, every, every person. And it's difficult. Just remember, it's difficult. If you're seeing negative in somebody, it's a normal thing to see negativity. That's very normal. And it's a very natural thing that a person sees Negativity. The goal is not to say, I don't want to see the negativity. Don't do that. When you're looking at someone, what? When someone, when someone sees, when you see negativity in your roommate, when you see in the lunchroom, in base Spanish, whatever it is, you see, person sees, okay, I see that negativity, I don't like that guy. That guy, you know, makes me crazy. Don't try and change that thought. Try and find something good about that person. That's all you could do. Try and find one little tiny thing good about that person. One good, right? Right? A guy fills up a, a plate of a lot of food, and he, you know, blah, 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 in the dining room, he does something, you look at him and say, this guy always takes so much, and he's so self-centered, and he's so this with his food. So say, okay, I don't know, Baruch Hashem, you know, he, uh, he knows how to enjoy life. He, uh, you know, I don't know. He, he, he uh, you know, he knows how to eat well, you know, I don't know, look at his, his shirt and say, wow, you know, he, uh, he's able to get in his own world with food. I don't know, try and find anything. Yes, from Simple Rama. Um, it could be that people don't like this, and yeah. I'm okay with that, and if I don't have a good day, I'll be okay. But something that helps me very much. Yes. Like you were saying, like, I don't know, like, what do you think about this guy? I don't know if he cares about it, but it doesn't really sound authentic. What helped me a lot is um, when I would feel that negativity, for someone who he had uh, resentment for. Amazing. Yes, Shimon. Yeah, is that one of the 12 steps? Yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying. I think, I don't know, I'm not, I, I don't know, is it? I don't know, is that one of the... Yeah, Shimon. Uh, isn't that the mindset of avoiding what you said originally, uh, earlier before you said, like, anything you see negative in another person is actually coming from you, inside yourself. Yes. So now, instead of having to work on myself, I can just stop for the guy, and then hopefully that will change. Right, right. So, 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 well, good, good question, Shimon. I, I mean, they're different, yeah? You're not, um, I would, like, to argue with, uh, sort of, you don't argue, um, pray for the guy that you should change. You pray, you can pray that I should like the guy, you can pray that I should see it as good, you should, you can, Pray that the guy will get more good. We don't pray that you should change that the bad should go anywhere. I'm saying you're not, you can't walk around like changing people. Like it's not really your business why they change it. I don't point out like God for people to change every day. So I don't know, like, like, you're saying, like, but I think, I think, 
I know. I think that okay. I think that I think that I think the nuance that you did just saying is that is that it might just be easier to just pray for him, just to daven for him, just in general. You don't have to. He's just he's just changing. You know that what, what what's in my business for him to change? Let you know. Right. But one second, but what Shimon, I'm just going to use what Shimon and Yedidya are saying together, and I, I think your point's well taken with some Karaba, but like Shimon's saying, but when we see something in someone else, really it's within myself. So I'm the one, you know, again, I, I, this is already like a more technical thing. Halavai, when we see the negativity in someone, we're able to then just change ourselves, to change my look, to say, let me pray for him. Let me daven for him. What I'm davening for him about is a different is a different question. Some Karab is saying I like to daven that he should change. Now we're saying why am I davening that he changes? He did just saying don't daven for him to change. Daven that I uh, that I change or that that just something else that he uh, you know uh, enjoys the chicken. I don't know. Let him you know daven for something random. And Shimon I think is saying hey, hey, he's not the problem. I'm the problem. So, so either way you slice it, the point is, the point is, right. Right. But I don't want to. Right. Right, right, right. 100%. What the, the, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, is it's about you. It's not about him. That's the bottom line. The bottom line is, is that you're the one who is put in that situation for yourself to change and to grow. It's not about him. And it's not about saying, I'm recognizing the, the terrible thing that he did. I want to recognize all the beautiful things in the world. I only want to see the good. I don't want to see any bad. There's no mitzvah. People think, oh, well, you've got to live in reality. I don't want to be one of these guys who doesn't live in reality. And the reality is he pushed on the line. The reality is he also is wearing a, a very cool jacket. That's also the reality. The reality is that this guy actually like is a is a is a you know you know is a more put together than I am in other ways. That's also a reality. So why are whatever? Yeah, right. Exactly. So there, so so it's not. A lot of times we say like, oh, well, I don't. Well, the reality is, is he was rude. Yes, yes. That's you already saw that. There's no point to recognize that. The reality is, is that. You know, the personal, the reality is I don't know this person's story, right? The paradigm shift, that famous paradigm shift in, in the seven habits, right? Of that person on the train, I'm not going into the story, but what's the point? That reality is I don't know. The reality is that, that I don't know. So the, so the most important thing is that we're, we're constantly seeing things and we're constantly judging things, judging we're constantly saying this is this, and this is that person, and that person's this, and this was that. We're like constantly scanning 
scanning and scanning and scanning and scanning and scanning and scanning ourselves. And, and, and the key is for a person to try and pick up all, as many positive things, as many beautiful things as he can. Yes, Shlaimi Moshe. Uh, um, uh, honestly, when I heard what he did, I said a few weeks ago, I thought he was just saying in general, the daven, that that person should have good things in his life. If I daven for someone that they have good things in their life, that they have a good relationship with their wife, that they have good kids, and that money, then automatically I'm not present them. Right. I should always fester them. Beautiful. Well said, Shlomi. Beautiful. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Beautiful. Yes, Moshe. If you can't see the bad, then how can you be with the in the bad? That well, one more time. If you can't see any bad, if you're only looking for good and you somehow get yourself to that point, then how do you be with the mitzvah that you have to be, you have to take Hashem in the good and the bad? Great question. Great question. I don't know. It's a great question. Maybe the first step is, I am hurt, and that hurt right. 
is the hurt that I'm supposed to feel. And, and I'm not, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not past that yet. Uh, you're maybe skipping, maybe you're suppressing that hurt. Oh, and therefore I wouldn't need to do anything about that guy because I could just be in my hurt. Correct. I'm hurt, I feel bad, and you know what? Hashem, I bless you for the hurt that I feel because I know this hurt is for me. <laughs> so maybe you're worried about suppressing your anger at him when really what you did was you skipped a step and you haven't really accepted the feeling of rejection and anger and the fact that I was late, the fact that that's why this, and the fact that I actually judged this guy. Because if this guy was somebody who you knew or was somebody else, you would have a whole different story of it. So maybe the suppression is within yourself. So in other words, you don't need to get to the stage of how should I dominate the guy because I'm not ready to Hopefully I'll never get to the point that I have to daven for him to change because I'm in my pain, I feel the rejection, whatever it is, and then it's all about me. Why did I, what am I upset about this guy, what are this? It's all the inner system within me. Correct. 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 Ultimately you did already find the Nakuda Tova. The Nakuda Tova is, is that this is the way I'm supposed to feel. This is what happened. This is what it is. Okay, just getting into... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, we'll talk. We could talk, yeah. A lot of times when people are working on the things that you're working on, a lot of times they skip, a lot of times they skip that step of sitting with the, the bad feeling that I have inside of me. And they skip right away to say, well, he hurt me. He hurt me. He hurt me. How about the fact that I am hurt? I feel hurt. I feel hurt. Forget about who hurt me. I am feeling that hurt. The second we go to the he, the second I point my finger outward, I'm already a step away from, from right here. Thank you. I respect you being so honest so publicly over here. I mean public. It's the yeshiva, but still you're... You're uh, being vulnerable like that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool everywhere. It's really cool everywhere. Cool everywhere. Yeah. Um, what you were saying with uh, Rosisha, yeah. um, I was thinking uh, what you actually just said to her, some Karab also. It's, I don't know, is it that he never actually saw the negativity as, it, as everything that happened to him? He lived a very hard life. Everything that happened to him was hard like objectively from anyone's perspective, probably including his own. I think it was that more that over the years he gained a perspective of it's not bad, right. isn't it bad? Right. Yeah, that's yes. what, like, I'm not, I mean, Abzusha was... So I'm saying even he saw that, 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 that there was right. pain, that there was bad, that there was negativity. Right. I'm saying like... Yeah, 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 yeah 100%, correct. I mean, it could be that even during the time you're saying it was negative, yeah. but, but he he learned over time he learned, learned so yes, yeah, yes. Very positive. I don't know, I mean, Abzusha was... Yeah. As a Zusha. So it could be he was already at that level. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Well, good point. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoka. Bottom line. Bottom line is that, is that there are things that bother us about other people. The bottom line is, is, that, is that that's normal. And the bottom line is the reason we are still in Gullus is because we are negative on other people and we talk negatively and we we don't see the good and we don't have the astas 
and we need to have. So it's something that's so important for us to work on. That's why we learn this every day. Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people to be Zoha, not to speak any Lashnara, not to be Makabal any Lashnara, or Rachilas today and every day. Amen. Okay, we left off yesterday. We are in the middle of the reasons why we don't do the things that we need to do in life. The reason we have trouble doing the things that we, that we need to do and that we want to do is because we're chasing, we are chasing comfort. It doesn't mean that we are comfortable. There's nothing wrong with being comfortable. The question is, what are you chasing? When you wake up in the morning, am I thinking, when am I going to be able to relax? Or do you wake up in the morning and say, how am I going to be able to work hard today? Now, if I get a break, if I make myself take a break, if I do take a break, there's nothing wrong with that. We all need recreation, recreation. We all need to go away. We all need to take a vacation. We all need to take breaks during our day. But the question is, what is my focus? Is my focus on my breaks? Or my focus is on my work that I'm doing? And when a person, says the Mesil Sisharim, when a person goes ahead, he says, The irony is, the irony is, I remember reading this, Lahavdal, I remember reading this in a great book, Yehuda, take note, a great book, because I, right, of The Road Less Traveled, a book that everyone, it's a, definitely a, a book that's very, by Scott Peck, it's called The Road Less Traveled, and the first line he says in that book is, he's Machavan to the Masil Sharm, and he says, this is the first opening statement, life is difficult. And when a person realizes that life is difficult, and when a person realizes that life and sometimes things are challenging, then it makes it easier for him. If, you're, if, you're, if your assumption is, oh yeah, life is going to be easy, everything's going to be a walk in the park, so then when something's difficult, you're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on over here? Says the Mesil Zisharim, Kala Work will be easier for you when you know that that's what I'm supposed to do. When your assumption is, oh, I'm supposed to chill, I'm not supposed to work hard, I'm not, right? It's like imagine a guy going into the gym to work out, and he goes to the gym and he's like, okay, I'm here to just, right? I don't know how it works, you see, if you're training someone, right? Someone, it's probably hard, nothing. A guy's in the gym, a guy's in the gym. And he's not there to work. What happens to him if he's there to relax? He's in the wrong place. He's in the wrong place. He's in the wrong place. If you go to the gym, well said. If you're in the gym going to work out and you want to chill out, you're in the wrong place. So ready for this? If you're on this planet, if you're on this planet, imagine this planet being a big, big gym. And you want to chill out, you're in the wrong place. So nobody wants to hear that. Oh my gosh, what's going to be? But you know what? That's reality. And a guy who's in the gym who wants to chill out is in big, big trouble. Because he's going to be depressed. He's going to be down. He's going to be fighting every, every, way, every way he can. He's going to fight to somehow avoid the hard work. So too on this planet. I like that one. You got a quote out of that one. Like, like, right? The world, our planet is like a gym. Like a big gym. If you want to chill out, Nassim Mormon, yeah, that's a good one. We'll, we'll, we'll partner on this one. 
right? If you want to chill out, you're in, what did you say? You're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place. You're on the wrong planet. Go to planet Mars, go to a different planet. What does that mean? We don't want to accept that it's difficult. But the irony is, once we accept that it's difficult, then it gets a little bit easier. Once we accept that I got to put my hard work into it, then things get easier. Okay. Yes, Moshe. Really? Right, exactly. It is? Aristotle? Right. Right, because what else are you doing? Exactly. Beautiful. Moshe. Moshe. Okay. Now, the second thing, and this I want to talk about, this is very, very important. The second reason why we go ahead and we don't do the things that we want to do. Says the Ramchal. There's another reason why we don't accomplish the things. The first reason is just plain and simple. I don't want to put in the hard work. I'm looking to chill. I'm looking to relax. That's number one. The second thing, says Ramchal, is we are afraid of the future. We're afraid of outside things affecting us. And he says that a person is scared. He says, Sometimes I'm worried from the cold weather. Sometimes I'm worried from the hot weather. Sometimes I'm worried about sicknesses. Sometimes a person who is worried about what's going to be in the future. He says, The young lion says, there's the, the lazy man says, there's a young lion. And listen to what he says over here. We said this yesterday, but I want to I wanna, I wanna say this again. He says, You don't, a lot of times our fears are because we want to be comfortable. So I'm afraid, sometimes I've, I, I remember I had this. I always remember I had this. I had this that, that when I, when I uh, was a teenager and I would sleep late, so I, I thought that I had a sleeping late problem. And I didn't realize that I didn't have a sleeping late problem. I had anxiety. <clears throat> I had anxiety. And back in our day, I didn't know what anxiety was. I, we, we, people didn't talk about anxiety like we talk about now. I didn't know what it was. And I was afraid, I was afraid to face my day because I had a lot of anxiety. And I thought that it was a laziness of myself. And I realized it wasn't so much the laziness. I mean, it was also the laziness, which we're going to talk about in a second, but it was my fear of me not being able to be the best that I could be. Sometimes when a person doesn't get enough sleep, he likes to make sure, oh, I better get enough sleep, because if I get half the amount of sleep or I don't get enough sleep, I'm not going to be the full me. I'm not going to be everything that I want to be, and therefore that makes him lazy. It makes him not want to do things. And he says, When you're you're afraid of what's going to be, and you're constantly afraid, as we've said many times, fear is false evidence appearing real. What happens is you're in your head, and you have all of these fears of what's going to be, 
And therefore, you're afraid. You're afraid to take that step because you might be uncomfortable. Feel the fear and do it anyway. What does that mean? That's a great line. Feel, it's a great book also. Feel the fear, which means don't say don't be afraid and do it anyway. Even if I am afraid to do something, even if it's not going to be 100%, even if it's not going to work out the way I think it's going to work out, but when you do it anyway, that's something that will break a person's fears because the false evidence is only before I do it. Once I do it, how many times do we do things and we think about them and we imagine them and it never ends up being like we imagine? A person has this dream, oh, this is what it's going to be when I fly on the plane, I'm going to Israel, or I'm going back home, right? Show me what talking about. Going back home, going back home. I promise you it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. It's not going to be that way. It might have similarities, it might have this, but the scenes are not going to be the same scenes. It never ends up being like that. But it holds us back from so much. It holds us back from so much. Question, comments? Now I want to read the line of the Basil Sharm, which we'll end off with. Question, comments on that? I heard, um, yeah. um, I was watching one of these like, speeches last night, and I said that his father told him this, and his brothers, when they were growing up, I'll have an issue. I, I won't have an issue if you aim high and miss. I'll have an issue if you aim low and hit. Right. Beautiful. Right. It's better to aim high and aim high and and miss than to aim low and hit. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. But a lot, but a lot of times, what most are saying is that we're afraid, and this is a big thing. If you're not afraid of failure, most of the time we're afraid we're going to fail. But if you're not afraid to fail. If you're not afraid of not getting it right on the first time, or the second time, or the third time, or the fifth time, then ultimately you'll try anything and you'll be, it'll be okay. You're not going to be really afraid. A lot of times our fear of failure holds us back from doing so much. And once a person takes away his fear that he's going to fail, then a person will just do whatever he's got to do. So big deal if I fail. So big deal if I'm uncomfortable. So big deal if it doesn't work out the way I want. Maybe it'll work out, right? Anyone who's in sales, right? Benji, when you're in sales, how many times? How many times? You have to call. You can make how many calls? You can make hundreds of calls until you get that one call that says yes. You get rejected and rejected and rejected and rejected and rejected. And if after you're rejected for the first time, you're going to retreat, You'll never get anywhere. But when a person is constantly saying, you know what, so what if I fail? So what if I try today this thing and it doesn't work? I'll try it again tomorrow. I'll try something else tomorrow. Yeah, what do you want to say? Is that the way it works? Of course. Of course. Right, of course. So in business, we can understand it. But in life, we want it to be different. Right? In business, we want it to be that, yeah, of course. You only say, yeah, of course. Of course, I'm willing to suffer without money. Of course, I'm willing to push and do something because ultimately I'll get there if I keep doing it. So when it comes to, to your life, it's the same exact thing. A person sometimes could say, okay, I'm not seeing success. I'm not seeing where I want to be. I'm not seeing this. Keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Just because you had a bad day, just because you had a bad week, just because you had a bad month. If you keep on doing the things that you're doing, that and you keep on, success. That, that in itself is a success. Very good, Yoni. Very good. 
That in itself is a success. It's true. That what? When you're just doing it, even if you're not seeing, you're not seeing results. Right. You know why? Because you train yourself. Like we're talking about. You train yourself to be somebody who shows up. You train yourself to be someone who goes through and pushes through no matter what. When we're waiting for all of the fruits to be with our planting, and we don't have the patience to say, it's going to take time, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And not only am I going to get there, this is what it is about. This is what life is about. I'm in life. I'm living my life right now. Because next thing you do is a person looks back and he says, okay, I look back. This is it. My, 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 uh, my yeshiva period of time is, is the corona, the quarantine, all these things is all a story. It's all a memory. So what did I bring with me? What did I make of it? Yes, Benji. To look at his glass, I like the word, like glass half full or glass half empty. To look at it like we have a glass half full, every time you call someone, you're learning how to become a better salesman. You need to celebrate right now. But in the long run of things, you're going to learn, you learn what people will look like more, how to speak to people. Same thing with You may not see it right now, but you're putting yourselves 100%, but you're learning from the future how to deal with certain things and how to do certain things. Beautiful. Amazing. So true. Correct. Correct. Meaning it's the the process of me doing something. Meaning, just to explain what Benji's saying a little bit in in a in a different context. When when a person is is has a goal that he wants to accomplish, so the end result is the goal. But there's something else that he accomplishes by accomplishing the goal, and that is everything that he did to get him towards the goal. So there are two things that you get. We don't look at it like that. We look at it like, oh, if my goal is to finish this mesetta, if my goal is to make this amount of money, so when I make and I finish the goal, we look at it. Did I finish the mesetta? Did I make the amount of money? But what we don't look at, like Benji's saying, is we don't look at the incredible goal of the every day doing whatever I did to get to that goal. And it could be, I'm saying it could be because I think it really is, it's just hard for us to hear it this way, that that process of getting there is more valuable. Why? Because the money comes and goes. You gotta learn another Masechta. You gotta do more. But it's the it's the, it's good Rabbi C came in perfect timing. I'm talking, when a person makes a siyam, this is what we're talking about. When a person makes a siyam on Dafyomi and he finishes the mesecht and he makes a siyam, and Dafyomi is a great example of this. When he makes a siyam, yes, there's a major celebration <coughs> that he finished the mesecht. No one will deny. You put a goal, you're learning a hundred and something amount of days, you did it, you finished the assessment, you throw a big party. But what we don't look at is we don't look at the, the probably the stronger goal. And that stronger goal was the Tuesday night, the, the Wednesday afternoon, the day that it was difficult, the time where you weren't in the mood, and all of those things together. Like Benji's saying, when you made that call and the, and the guy on the other side of the, of the line, you know, 
yells at you and makes you feel terrible, but then you make another call. So then you're like, oh, I got my million dollars. I did it. I did it. I finally did it. I finally, right, we don't look at it and say, oh, when the guy says, okay, now I'm clean. I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped doing drugs. I stopped watching certain things. I'm this. I made it. No, no, that's, that's, obviously, that's a great feeling that you made it. But it was the struggle every day. It's the want. It's the desire. It's the per- persevering. That's why I say, one of my favorite lines at Baruch Shem is, uh, this Monk, uh, we had this line in the old base Medrash. I remember this line with Matis. And the line was persistency, not consistency. Consistency we all want. The reason we all want consistency is because then I don't have to work anymore. I want to program myself into become a robot, and I just do everything that's on my schedule, and I do everything, and, and that's it. When you look at the word persistency, it means the greatness of me getting to wherever I'm going to get is besides the gold medal that I'm getting at the end. It's the work that I put in. And that's what separates people who are looking for, for, for success and people who are successful. Because a successful person is persevering. A successful person is persistent. A successful person is not someone who has money. A successful person is not someone who has, who has things. A successful person is a person who lives a certain way. And he lives every day of his life a certain way. That's a successful person. We live in a world where success is based on what you have, what your goal is, what your medal is. But in, in, in Ruchnius and in Torah and in reality, to be honest, in reality, it's, it's in your toiling. It's what am I doing every, every day, the sweat, the blood, Right, if someone went ahead and, and he got, that's why it says, Adam, Adam wrote to the That means if somebody gives you a million dollars, you'd rather work for a hundred thousand dollars. Why? So someone said, no, no, no. I'd rather just receive the million dollars. No, because if you're someone who can work for a hundred thousand dollars, if you're someone who can work to make a hundred thousand dollars, you are more valuable. You have more value. You, also you know how to yourself have more value. You'll get the million dollars. It doesn't matter. The million dollars is secondary. It's my hard work. It's my dedication. It's the way of life that I live that is what is so powerful. That, that is what success is. That is what life is about. And that is Jesus. That's how a person gets away from his laziness. If I'm always waiting for the goal, then until I get to the goal, I'm not satisfied. If I'm working no matter what, I'm working no matter what. Yes, it's exciting to stop, to make a seer. It's exciting to celebrate when you make your million dollars. It's good to celebrate, but those people who celebrate are the people who are already behind. They're already behind if they're waiting for the celebration. They're waiting for the celebration. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi, you want to wrap us up? Yeah, I want to add that. The vayda of a person, especially a yid, is, is self-control. Self-control um, on his the self-control with his wife, with his kids. And when a person commits to something, even the smallest thing, he can achieve everything. Because once you train your brain self-control, as I tell many people when it comes to shmir sabris, 
if it, if it might be too hard for you now, so pick something else that has that's hard for you. If it's the last bite of the ice cream cone, or you curse 10 times a day, don't curse two times a day. That will lead you, as the rabbis teach us, to success in everything. And as I told uh, Shalom the other day, I said, when we get up to Shemayim, I don't know who I heard it from, and the, the scale might be tipping towards the sins. And suddenly, as I told them, the little malachim, I said, they look like umpa loompas, they start coming with snow and, and putting it on the scale. And you say, what's with the snow? So they say, on the way to Shachris, you walk through the snow. You walk through the mud. And we look at that outcome. You went to Shachris, you didn't go to Shachris. But it's a lot bigger than that. It's about the process, getting there. And that's the difference that's going to make it in our life. And like Rabbi said, it's nice to celebrate. It's nice to clap. But if that's the end, so that's the end of life. Right. But if you keep on going, it doesn't matter. The lift uh, gives a, a muscle. Uh, it's good to um, Since the first student receives a birthday gift, uh, Lazy Boy. <coughs> so he sits down, it's great, really comfortable, and he's But uh, if the first student uh, goes to work and he earns the money to, uh, to go out and buy one, he's going to go out and buy it and he's going to appreciate it even more because he actually worked to get the money to do it. But if he goes and he plants, uh, he raises sheep and he plants uh, cotton and he mines the iron and he cuts down the wood and he actually builds the thing. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha, as today is not just a regular, ordinary day, because no day is just regular and ordinary. Let today be the day that you make the changes that you want to make. And those changes begin now. Those changes that you are hoping to make one day, you can begin right now, little by little, step by step. And when we don't give in to our past, when we don't get haunted by our past, we're afraid of our future. And we're not haunted by our past, we're afraid of, of the future. And we say, I want to create today to be whatever I want to create it to be. Hashem will give all of us the ability and to help all of us and the Jewish people that, we can, that we're able to look at today and to make the best of it because today is the only day that we have. You don't have yesterday and you, you don't yet have tomorrow. But we do have today to make it the best that we can. Have a wonderful day, everybody.